Do you dream of having time and money freedom? Are you looking for ways to enjoy business and life harmony or just to improve your business and yourself? Welcome to Reclaim Your Freedom with your host, Shirley Dalton. In this program, you'll learn from experts in business, leadership, personal development, and mindset to help you create your ideal business lifestyle, whatever that means for you. And now, here's your host, Shirley Dalton. Hello and welcome. You're listening to Reclaim Your Freedom and I'm your host, Shirley Dalton. I'm on a mission to help you reclaim your freedom and create your ideal business lifestyle. As the number one authority on proven profitable processes, I help you get your business under control and grow yourself and your team so that your business works for you and your team, giving you more money, more time and less stress. If you'd like to know more, I invite you to visit ShirleyDalton.com. In my role as radio and TV show host, I bring you additional experts to help you improve your business and your life. And today we're talking vision. I mean big vision and the value of having a vision with vision mastery strategist, Michelle Baker. Welcome, Michelle. Thank you. It is so great to be here, Shirley. Yes. Well, I'm looking forward to sharing you with our listeners. I know it was a couple of years ago we met at an eWomen networking event in Texas and I just love how, you know, we can meet people all around the world and then remain connected and then to watch your journey over the past couple of years since we met has just been amazing. Thank you. And same with you. It's it's really been a... Uh a blessing to know that um, when you meet those lights on your journey, even though you don't stay in the same city or you're not in close proximity, that you still can, you, we still burn anywhere. Yes. And we always, we're always drawn to each other. It's the law of attraction taking place right here. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, I always like to start with a little bit about our guests. So I'll uh, just read your bio here for people. So Michelle, you're known as a captivating and highly engaging international speaker and vision mastery strategist. You live your life on purpose and are fulfilling your mission to empower as many as possible to find joy and enthusiasm for their lives through your uniquely crafted vision mastery process. In May 2017, you launched the Dream Big Bus and travelled from city to city in a 22-foot Class B recreational vehicle decorated with one burning question. What would you do if you knew you would not fail? You encourage, enlighten and empower your audiences and clients to experience a vision-focused perspective. Your unique vision mastery process guides individuals, teams and organisations to define purposeful goals, create powerful visions and craft compelling mission statements. Your clients and audience sustain success by becoming individuals of value while achieving their biggest dreams and greatest desires. You inspire others to step into their brave, bold and brash by modelling your own lifestyle of embracing uncertainty and the uncomfortable. So, Michelle, I was going to ask you, you know, where did your burning passion and vision for your life come from? But I think we also want to circle back and talk about your lifestyle of embracing uncertainty and the uncomfortable. <laughs> yes. Well, my um, burning passion came about and it, it easily said uh, when I was 20 years old, I uh, made a misstep and I was incarcerated. And what I realized um, was uh, when I got out that I didn't want to go back. So that was my first experience with the power of vision and focus. All I knew was I didn't want to go back. So that was my goal. That was my only focus. So my eyes only saw people who did not go back and only saw opportunity to stay out. How? And the one thing I recognized immediately was that people who kept jobs who maintained employment had a much less recidivism rate, right? Mm -hmm. And so that meant, how do I maintain employment? Well, I started showing up early, staying late. I decided that not only was I going to just maintain employment, I was going to be the best. That way I would be assured of employment because they don't let go of the best, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I also knew that if I was the best, if worst case scenario, if the company had to downsize and lay people off, well, my reference would be so stellar that the next company will pick me up, snatch me up immediately. Mm -hmm. So that was my first awareness and burning desire. And so what I experienced was 
opportunity after opportunity to um, to do creative things, to do things outside the scope of my current positions that um, excited me. And that's what created the burning passion for me to just be better. And I just, it's been a journey that has, as time has gone on, it started to get exponentially faster. Mm-hmm. And how my desire to be better and learn more and be of more value. Yeah, and that's something one of my clients always says. He says, Shell, when I know better, I can do better. And he has a hunger for learning. And and I think, you know, you were talking about the law of attraction earlier on. And I think that we do tend to attract the people that are similar in that respect, you know, because one of my uh, passions in life is personal development, mine and everybody else's. <laughs> and, and of course, I can't help myself if I'm in, given the opportunity to help give somebody some feedback or some share some learnings that I've had. I just can't help it. But I, I find it really difficult to hang around people that just are not interested in any sort of growth or learning. Yes, yes, and I and I have so um, I've gone full circle because I used to have um, an impatience for people who did not want to learn or did not want to better themselves um, or to rise above their current circumstances. But I've I in my desire to be incredibly uh, um, mat to master my skill set, I've come to understand that people only know what they they you only do what you know. You know, mm-hmm. If you don't know, you won't do. Mm-hmm. And many people have have are so bogged down by their circumstances, they can't hear opportunity. They can't see opportunity. They can't feel opportunity. All they see is obstacle, right? Mm-hmm. And what I explain to people is when you ask for more, well, our God creator universe, you know, whatever you want to call the higher deity does not give you more, you know, so you don't wake up and say, oh, I've got all this stuff. So I think of mass, right? A mass of more means it weighs more. So think of it like this. When you ask for more, you don't wake up with muscles to pick up the more. What you wake up is what weights on your chest to build the muscle. Mm-hmm. So that's the character you wake up. So now, because in order to have more and to keep more, you must become more. You're a retainer. We're a vessel. And if we don't become more mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, we won't retain it. And you've seen this time and time again. People shoot to stardom and all of a sudden they fly off the rails. They end up in mental institutes. They end up broke, right? Because Mm -hmm. their mindset did not have the capacity for the more. It was too fast. Yeah, and I remember Jim Rohn, you know, he was one of the godfathers of the personal development industry, if you like, and he was saying, if somebody hands you a million dollars, best you become a millionaire. And it took me ages to understand what that meant, but it was really that mindset and and about who you are becoming. Who you are becoming. And that's the journey. That's the beauty of it. And again, going back to your friend, it says, so the, so when you accelerate your learning, then you actually can capture it quicker. So that's how people, so it's not that you can't go, you know, become in, um, quote unquote, they always say overnight success. It simply means that you want to learn as much as you can to become that person that can maintain that. Because success is a lifestyle. It's not a destination. Oh, say that again. I think our listeners need to hear that. (laughs) (laughs) Success is a lifestyle. It's not a destination. And that's unfortunately what uh, the marketplace we're in, people keep selling a a there. They keep selling a destination. If you do this, you'll have this. If you'll do this, you'll get there. If you do this, you can buy that. That means it's there. That's an end result, a destination. Success is a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And so until you get understand that, you will constantly try to acquire, achieve, or get something that won't be lasting. And so you're in the, and that's the whole do thing. That's why the do and the be are very different. Yes. Now you have a process for teaching people how to be. Yes. So it's um, the, 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 so the six steps is um, looking at, so I took the word vision and I thought about um, what are some of the uh, traits of um, very successful people? What are some of the skill sets that I know that help people to embody this mindset of success? And one of the first things is V. So everything is the letters V. It's the values. So it's all based on what you believe. What do you What do you believe to be true? I always ask people um, if someone followed you for a week and then they then they met you at a um, 
at a uh, networking event and you introduce yourself, would the person you describe yourself to be be the same person that they saw a week ago when you went to the dry cleaner and they didn't get the stain out, when you were stuck in traffic and you were half an hour late, when they didn't get your bagel order ready, right? When you came in the, the oil change in your driveway. So under the worst circumstances that they saw you and followed you and you didn't know they were there, would you be that same person that you're describing now? Wow, right, that's, a, so, that's a really interesting question. Yeah, that actually gave a, me goosebumps thinking about that. Yeah. That's a very interesting question. And that is truly, so that person is a rare person. I have worked very hard to be that person that no matter where I am, who I'm in front of, my situation, circumstances, or people, that I am the same. Now, the things that will get anyone is if you're hungry, tired, you know, if you're sick, <laughs> Some, some things we just can't throw it off. We just, <laughs> our normal body won't allow us to, uh, to um, compensate for outside circumstances. And, you know, that's when you go home and you get some rest, right? But yeah. for the most part, nobody's perfect. Um, and I always tell people, if you ever meet me and I am counter to what I've told, who I've told you to be, I am, then come tell me. Don't go tell someone else. Give me the opportunity to make it right because you might have just caught me in the midst of whatever. Everyone has everyone has an off moment. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, um, look, I think it, we, we might have a little break because I really want to get into these, the, the six steps. Okay. So, <laughs> the first step is the values about being true to us. Walking your talk, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Walk your talk. Yeah. Okay, great. Well, look, stay with us. And when we come back, we're going to come up with, come to the, the five steps in um, Michelle's process here. Stay with us and we'll be right back. Shirley Dalton's mission is to inspire, educate and support you to be, do, have and feel what you want. That's why she recommends using Mind Movies. Create your very own digital vision board. Take it with you on your smartphone, tablet, or computer. See it, hear it, feel it, have it. Go to ShirleyDalton.com slash go slash Mind Movies. Again, that's ShirleyDalton.com forward slash go forward slash Mind Movies. Get started today. Sign up right now to create your ideal business lifestyle. Do you want to get the media to notice you, your brand, or your business? Just Tonfeld says it's easier than you think. He should know. He set a Guinness record for being interviewed the most times in 24 hours. 112 different radio stations. He can also show you how to get featured on major TV networks and national newspapers. In fact, he's giving away many of his top secrets to listeners of this show. Just go to MediaCheatSheet.com. That's MediaCheatSheet.com to get the free info on creating the media attention you deserve. You are listening to Reclaim Your Freedom with Shirley Dalton. If you have a question or comment about the program, please go to ShirleyDalton.com and send a voicemail or use the contact form. That's ShirleyDalton.com. Now, back to Reclaim Your Freedom. Welcome back. Oh boy, you're in for a ride today and we're going for a ride on the dream big bus with vision mastery strategist, Michelle Baker. (laughs) So Michelle, we're looking at your six steps to have this mastery and to achieve what it is we want. You were mentioning earlier that success is a lifestyle, not a destination. And so the first one, you took the word vision and the first one is values. And so it's really about walking our talk here. So, you know, if we met at a networking event, as you said, what we believe to be true about ourselves, would we actually show up that same way in other different circumstances? And I love that because it really makes you think about, well, yeah, like I might go out and go, oh, hello, how now, brow cow, and, uh, you know, <laughs> at the networking event. And then, of course, you know, I get home and something doesn't please me and, uh, yeah, all hell breaks loose. So, mm-hmm. Okay, so that's V for for values. What's the other five steps? Okay, um, the next one is I, and uh, the first I is invest. So now that you have an awareness that, oh, yeah, you know, I'm not actually showing up in the manner that it would dictate the life that I believe I desire or deserve or can create. Now that means that in order to have something different, it requires taking some some different steps, right? Mm -hmm. And I always tell people, 
if you, and we are, again, we are vessels, we're conduits. In order for amazing, to, to create an amazing life, amazing must first go in through you. And that's through your mind, your thoughts, what you're reading, what you're watching, who you're spending time with. You know, Jim Rohn always says, we're the average of the five people we spend the most time with. Mm -hmm. And I tell people, the first time I heard that statement, my knees buckled. I literally <laughs> almost fell over because I realized I had been spending all my time. I had an entrepreneurial mindset, but I was I had to encircle myself with a employee group, mm -hmm. right? So I was telling people my dreams and desires and they were going, why would you do that? You have a great job. You just got promoted. You just got a raise. So I had used all my efforts to try to convince employees why I should be an entrepreneur. By the time I finished trying to convince them, I had no energy to execute. When I realized that and moved myself over to the entrepreneur mindset, and I told them my dreams. Now I'm getting feedback. Now I'm, by the time I leave them, I'm even more on fire. Yeah. I have, my, my energy has, has grown exponentially. So again, it is really powerful in everything. The conversations you're having, that's why the people we're around are so powerful because the conversations we have seed our thoughts. And then later when we go to make a decision, everything that's gone in us is going to seed that decision. Okay. Yep. All right. So just then coming back to the invest part of that, um, we're investing in the people around us. We're investing in learning. I'm, I'm not quite sure there what the invest part was. Yeah. You're investing in everything that goes into you. You're, right. you're investing in your mind. Right. Got it. Right. So, so everything in life is a choice. Mm -hmm. Everything comes down to what you choose. You get to choose in either fear or faith. I tell people, you, there's only two choices for every decision. You're either choosing in the fact that you believe you have a future or you don't. It's that mm -hmm. simple. Fear, faith. That's the only two choices we have every time we decide. And you make that decision based on all the data that's in you already. And the data comes from the outside. It comes from what you read, what you watch, who you're around. Yeah, that's really interesting too. I think, you know, for some people, and I know particularly as I was growing up, um, my father was always interested and I could talk to him about conversations and about things that I was learning. And yet my mother was, was not open to that. And so what I found um, over the years was that I just started to not tell her because I thought I don't want to get the negative from it and oh why would you do that and you don't want to do that and you can't do this so in the end I thought oh blow it I'm just not going to tell you exactly and that's okay and that's the that's that that's what the that's what success understands that everybody doesn't need to know I mean everybody's not going to get it and that's and that's absolutely okay. You know, I tell, I've learned to have conversations for the people I'm speaking to, not for me. Oh, that's a very big point that you just made then. I've learned to have the conversations, what was it, for the people that I'm speaking to, not for not, me. Not for me. Yeah. Yeah, I think that, and you know, for for listeners, you just take that point and think about that for a minute, you know, because so often we're, if you're in a conversation and it's the I, 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 blah, 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 and actually we're sitting back and thinking, now, hang on a minute, what am I contributing to this conversation that is not only of interest to the other person, but really in a sense of what they could handle. Exactly, mm -hmm. exactly. So again, all of this leads to, um, being internally motivated and externally focused. So truly successful people, they, everything comes from within. They understand that every, nothing outside of us will give you a lasting um, fulfillment, lasting certainty, lasting surety, lasting safety. It all ignites from within. Yes, yes. And I think when, when we know that, you know, you and I had a conversation about this just recently, where when you have that level of confidence that you can handle anything, really, then, then the things don't frighten you. You know, it's like, yes. and you, you mentioned earlier today that you actually had that when you said, well, if I can be the best employee, even if the company downsizes and I lose my position, at least I'm going to have a good reference and I'll be able to get another job. So you had that confidence there, which is that, you know, in, internal 
motivation to know that you're going to be okay. What you said there, success um, internally motivated and externally focused. Yes, mm-hmm. and that's uh, uh, it's it's uh, it's it can be developed. So the one thing about everything I say is anybody can learn it. You know, when, uh, my mentor he always says that um, we have uh, we've been given like a fifty million dollar piece of equipment that nobody actually even tries to find the um, instruction manual for our brain. <laughs> like we, we have all these we have all these brain cells that we don't even begin to use. Yes. Yeah. Right. We don't. Even, you look at every every piece of technology is created based on the way our brain operates. That's why we're attracted to it. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely. That's a right. That's a so really... we ha- we have that same capacity, but we, but it's it's not the norm. You know, it's it's there's this expectation that once I graduate, I don't need to learn anymore. Why? Yeah, I never got that mindset. <laughs> <laughs> I never got that memo. I love learning. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I just that that's something that is just foreign to me. You know. Um, yeah, I have a, a couple of family members that are like that, and I just I shake my head. You know, it's like why? Why wouldn't you want to learn? Why aren't you interested? But that's that's where they're at. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah, which comes back to those conversations based on the people that we're, we're talking to. I love it. All right. So what's the S stand for then? So the S is this is where you stand. Um, this is a choice. Um, you're choosing to stand up. And, I, and the question I ask people is if um, or the point I make is if you're not willing to look um, silly or stupid for something, then you don't want to be successful. Period. Oh. It's just that simple because every great idea, somebody thought they were crazy when they started. So they they were surrounded by naysayers and doubters. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Right? Why so would you want to do that? <laughs> why would you want to do that? Why would you want to leave your job? Why would you want to? That's all they hear at the beginning. Right. Why are you sleeping in your car? You got a degree. Go get a job. Right. <laughs> So, but the person had such a belief in what they were able, what they were called to create, that the internal, um, that that burning passion inside of them, the vision that they were given that they could do this, right? Mm-hmm. And again, if you're not willing to look, if you're so stuck up, so caring about what other people think, you will not succeed. That's one of, one of the hugest traits of successful people is that they, that the voice that drives them is the voice that's inside them. That's the number one voice that drive. their number one driver is their internal voice, nothing external to them. Oh, I like that. The voice that drives them is the one inside them. Yeah. Yep. And not being afraid to be, as you say, look silly or stupid. And, and what I got from that is that it's not only about whether we're afraid to look silly or stupid by asking questions or saying that we don't know something, but it's in terms of putting my idea out there. And, you know, we say in Australia being poo-pooed, which means people are go, ah, poo-poo-poo, you know, that's rubbish. Um, and that's another part of what you're saying there is that you, you have this passion, this, this thing that you're called to do, and then having the courage to be able to put that out there, uh, regardless of the comments and the opinions of others. Exactly. And so Stan, and I, and you know, one of the things I give people, uh, um, people you generally ask me, they're like, you always volunteer first. You always ask questions. Like, how do you do that? And I said, because I believe in the moment that one, if I'm in a room full of people that just ask a question, because there's probably at least, uh, you know, 10%, 20% of the room is going to have the same question because we all share this universal mind. There's nothing new on the face of the earth, and we're all here for very similar reasons based on the topic. So my question is going to help more than just me. So why not just be the first to ask? And generally, the first person to ask is like the hero. So in business, it's like free advertising. I stand up, I say my name. Hi, I'm Michelle Baker, vision mastery strategist. I live, work, and travel in my RV. And thank you so much for being here and ask my question. They didn't tell me I couldn't introduce myself. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) I absolutely love that. Yes. (laughs) So guess what? I just got free advertising. And at the end, when people are mingling, how many people want to come and talk to me? Yeah, absolutely. That that's very clever, very very strategic. So not only do you get your questions answered, but you also get to to showcase what you do and who you are. I love it. Right. 
always stand up. I don't care if everyone else in the room introduced themselves sitting down, always stand up. Okay, that's another tactic as well. Another so tactic. Stand up, yes. They just gave you the floor. Why would you not stand up? <laughs> it baffles me, right? It's the, it's, and, and, and it's, they always say success is just two degrees. It's just a two degree, 2%. It's really not that much. It's, mm -hmm. the, it's the, the minimal choices that people can take in every opportunity to differentiate yourself. Wow, I love it. And, and that reminds me of a, a point when I'm running my leadership programs and, um, and I encourage people to be what we call the protagonist and that's the person who is going to be holding the agony for the group. And so I will be working with them on a particular issue and it's interesting to me that majority of people sit back and they think, oh God, I'm glad it's not me that's on the hot seat. And I think, wow, you know, really encourage you because if you're the one that's standing up and and getting the coaching and doing the work you're the one that's benefiting from this and <laughs> exactly why, why wouldn't you be the first person to put your hand up <laughs> exactly and that's again we have such a fear of looking stupid or being embarrassed or this it, there's just this uh and it's because of the normalization that we've gone through in um our scholastic years remember you get stars for being like everybody else so now all of a sudden you're um, stepping out into entrepreneurialism where the benefit is to be different well the mind hasn't adapted and it's again it's who you associate yourself with what you read what you take in that will help you to build that muscle Yes. Okay. All right. Well, let's listeners have a little think about that. So, so far we've got values, we've got invest, <laughs> everything that goes into your mind, your choosing, and we've got S for stand. So, you know, making a choice and being the voice that drives you, not the one that listens to other people. So we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we're going to finish off with these six steps. Stay with <laughs> us. We'll be right back. Do you want to get the media to notice you, your brand, or your business? Just Tonfeld says it's easier than you think. He should know. He set a Guinness record for being interviewed the most times in 24 hours. 112 different radio stations. He can also show you how to get featured on major TV networks and national newspapers. In fact, he's giving away many of his top secrets to listeners of this show. Just go to MediaCheatSheet.com. That's MediaCheatSheet.com to get the free info on creating the media attention you deserve. Shirley Dalton's mission is to inspire, educate, and support you to be, do, have, and feel what you want. That's why she recommends using Mind Movies. Create your very own digital vision board. Take it with you on your smartphone, tablet, or computer. See it, hear it, feel it, have it. Go to ShirleyDalton.com slash go slash Mind Movies. Again, that's ShirleyDalton.com forward slash go forward slash Mind Movies. Get started today. Sign up right now to create your idea. Deal business lifestyle. You are listening to Reclaim Your Freedom with Shirley Dalton. If you have a question or comment about the program, please go to ShirleyDalton.com and send a voicemail or use the contact form. That's ShirleyDalton.com. Now, back to Reclaim Your Freedom. And we're back. And today we're talking vision, big vision. We're talking about having a success as a lifestyle. And we're talking with vision mastery strategist, Michelle Baker. You're listening to Reclaim Your Freedom and I'm Shirley Dalton. So Michelle, we're looking at your six step process here and you use the word vision uh, and you're very good at that, I have to say. I'm very good at manifesting. So we've looked at values. We've looked at invest. We've looked at stand. What's our next I? Our next I is include. So this is where I talk about including accountability. Um, there's this fallacy that once we get to be adults, we don't need anybody to, uh, we don't, we just get to make all my choices. I'm just going to choose to do whatever I do. And this is why so many people end up miserable in debt, divorced and all this stuff because they never went and found someone who had already succeeded. They never went and found a group of people where you can leapfrog some mistakes. You know, when you're in a powerful group, like I think you lead similar groups like this, masterminds or accountability groups, you can leapfrog mistakes by listening to other people's experiences. Mm -hmm. They go, oh, 
I don't need to do that because now I've learned that that's not a good choice or just the modifier for your current experience. What, and there's this, um, again, there's people seem to think that they need to know everything. And I always say, you will never know everything in your lifetime. There's no way. No one can. No, be absolutely not. Be willing to be vulnerable and to find a tribe and sit there and learn. Find a mentor. Find Just go somewhere where you can have the conversations and get out of your own head. One of the most dangerous places to exist is in your head by yourself. Isolation will make you imagine the worst instead of the best. Yes, absolutely. Um, and and I see that uh, particularly with older people. You know, I watched that with my father after my mother died and he didn't have a lot of mates and so he spent a lot of time on his own and, you know, you could just see, like, I think, God, he'd say things and I think, well, where the hell did that come from? <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, it was a really dangerous place to be. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So again, and accountability is powerful. When you get with a supportive group, then you will, you will find what you need. You will, it gives you wings, you know, puts the wings beneath your wing. It, it helps you to build the muscle because then you can test out the theories and the thoughts and the responses that you're having in that safe place. And then you can go out and actually utilize them in, in your real life circumstances. Yes. And, you know, it's really interesting. We, we've started a new service to our business called the Marketing Video Agency, and we're helping people to get their message right and then uh, videoing that for them. So they have a personal branding video and they have a an infomercial where they might talk about myths in their industry or they might have some questions. Really interesting that one of the benefits that the people got from it was the masterminding where we were all working on each other's scripts and we'd ask a question like what sounds better seven figures or million dollars and you know people would put that in and so um coming back to your point then like about being involved with people in a mastermind and then with the accountability because they were holding each other accountable for getting their scripts done. There was no way that anybody then was going to walk out the room and throw their arms in the air and say, well, I can't do it and it's too hard. <laughs> so, you know, at the end of the day, everybody had their script. It was really amazing. Exactly. And that's where the support, I always say support of accountability because you, you don't want to, and we have the people in our life who remind us what we didn't do. I always say nobody needs to be told what they didn't do. They already know it. Right. Yes. They're the one who didn't do it. What really works is when you walk up and ask somebody, how can I help you? You told me this is a dream. You told me this is your vision. You told me how important this is to you. You're not doing it. What can I do to help? Right. That's supportive accountability. Yes. I, I love that. Yeah. Absolutely. I, and I, when you say, you know, we, we already know that we haven't done it. And one friend of mine was saying, you know, the, the worst thing that you want to say to somebody and somebody actually said it to him uh, one time was, oh, wow, gee, you know, you've, you've gained a few pounds there. And he looked down and he looked back at them and he was a real trickster, this guy. And he said, oh, my God, thanks for telling me. I didn't know. <laughs> I have to remember that. <laughs> that is great. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, and that's exactly what you're saying is we do know, and, uh, but that's not helpful, is it? <laughs> it's not helping us get where we want to get. Yeah, not at all. Not helping anyone. <laughs> okay, so we have V-I-S-I. <laughs> so what's the O? So the O is um, opportunities. And again, this is where I tell people, we, everybody has been afforded opportunities. We, you walk past more opportunity than you could actually um, grab up in a lifetime. The challenge is if you go back and I talked about how you wake up with weights on your chest instead of the muscle, mm -hmm. opportunity never shows up in a, in a limo with a ball gown, a tuxedo, and red carpet. Opportunity <laughs> shows up in overalls with a pickaxe, a shovel, a beat-up truck, and it's toothless. <laughs> opportunity is work. <laughs> right it's it's the raw it's the gift like and so what happens is people go oh i don't know how to do that it's actually opportunity you do mm -hmm. know how to do it you're just not sitting still and sourcing and realizing that it you wouldn't be standing in front of this 
this this um, opportunity had you not had the skill sets. So I call them God, you can call them universe, created a divine Buddha, whatever. Never sets you up to fail. It never sets you up to look bad. Everything that comes across your path, you are completely capable of doing when you slow down and you just ask, how do I do this? I tell people, sometimes I ask the question and go to bed and wake up and I'll listen to a video or I'll be doing my morning meditation or I'll be reading an email and, and all of a sudden I'm like, I get my little, oh my God, and I know how to do it every single time because the source is infinite, unending, and unlimited. It doesn't run out. So we all have the capacity to say yes. So when you keep saying, I've never been there, I don't know anyone, I'm scared, that's hard. You are turning down your opportunities because it requires, remember, that you develop and grow your character. That's why it's always going to be an activity that shows you how capable you actually are. It's not never just handed to you. It always shows you your capacity to be amazing. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, becoming parents is something, even though I don't have children, I see that. And, you know, there's no point where I've ever seen anybody says I'm ready to have kids. You know, the kids come along and, uh, and then, then the learning starts and that's their opportunity. That's their beat up truck. That's their overalls. (laughs) (laughs) I know I need to make a bit. Somebody told me this, you got to make a video of that. It's a great visual. You know, it really is. <laughs> but it's so true. Yeah, and of course, when we when we look at the, the limo and the ball gown and the carpet versus the beat-up truck and the overalls, well, who wants to sign up for the overalls and the, and the shovel? No, thanks. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But the funny part is most people would turn down the limo because then they say, oh, but I'm not dressed that nice. I'm not. So it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> If you turn it down, you're going to turn out either one. The best one to do is to get pick up the pickaxe because see, once you go through that experience of going over the obstacle, through the hurdle, all of that, no one can take experience away from you. That's what builds confidence and courage. The more times you get up in the face of that and pick up that axe, pickaxe and pick up those weights and that shovel, you get stronger and stronger and stronger. And then you get to the point where that's where you get that invincibility. When you said the three principles I live by, unwavering, unstoppable, and uncompromising, just doing a little jump ahead, that's how I acquired that because every time something comes at me, I've learned to say yes to it. Yeah, and it's really interesting that you say say that. Um, I can remember, like I was just mentioning about our new service for the uh, video marketing. It was a couple of years ago that we got an opportunity that was dressed as hard work and it was to learn how to uh, show up online on videos. And so we did this 12-week program. I was stressed out of my brain. Um, You know, we'd have these activities to do each week and I'd be in knots and I'd be complaining to my husband, I can't do this and it's not right. And he's saying, Cheryl, you're learning. You don't have to be perfect. This is your opportunity to learn. And then when I got the radio show, oh my God, it was live and there were all the buttons and, you know, I was freaking out and now it's just it's part of what we do like if we hadn't said yes then we wouldn't have had that experience but we wouldn't be in the position we are now and you know and I think that's a really important point that you make Michelle is that there is opportunities everywhere but I think sometimes we're looking for that limo and the ball gown um, and then yeah but it is actually the work the overalls the the shoveling that actually gets us the ball gown, if you like, in the end. I tell people time and time again, if it's easy, it won't be amazing. And if it's amazing, it won't be easy. Oh, I like that. If, if it's easy, it won't, it won't be amazing. And if it's amazing, it won't be easy. Yeah. It's just that simple. And that's unfortunately, we, we, because we have a microwave society and we have so much instant gratification, the expectation is easy and differentiate yourself. You know, I think uh, Earl Nightingale is one of my favorite people to listen to. And he actually basically tells you, if someone tells you something's easy, run. (laughs) You know, it doesn't mean that it can't be effortless. What happens is you always have a learning curve. So that initial learning curve, that's the challenge and difficulty. But once you learn it, 
guess what? Now it does get easy. But it's that initial easy that people are looking for. If you've never done it, if you don't know it, if it's something that, you know, it challenges you, if you're scared of, it's going to be difficult. You're going to be nervous. You're going to have the sweat on your armpits. Your eyes are going to be all bubbly out of your head. And guess what? Two, three times, four, five times, now you're a pro. Yes. But it's, it's always that first time. Everybody's first time for anything makes them nervous. It's just the nature of who we are. <laughs> yes. I was just thinking to some of the people when they were doing their branding videos and we had the teleprompter there and, uh, and a couple of people we had to go through, as you say, a couple of times over and over because their eyeballs were like a deer in the headlights. <laughs> you just think, no, this is not going to sell your business. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. So, and then, and again, and this is what, and so I say the, the principles I say are things that are, will help everyday people to understand in the face of circumstances, I'm planting seeds so that when you go somewhere next week and someone asks you something, you're going to wait, this is overalls, right? And then you'll go, yes, mm -hmm. and it'll change. And also know this, as you're listening to this, you might have had one, maybe a couple of things pop in your head that you that you walk past. Pick up the phone and call. You'll be amazed at people who you call later, because I've done that. I've bypassed stuff. I'm not perfect. And then I'll, I'll do a talk and it'll remind me, hey, you need to call that person back from two months ago. And I'll say, hey, you know what? I, I dropped the ball and I didn't call you two months ago. They say, oh, no, no, no. I got really busy. Perfect timing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right? It's never too late. Yes. All right. Well, talking of timing, we're going to take a quick break. And then when we come back, we're looking at the last of the six steps. So stay with us and we'll be right back. Do you want to get the media to notice you, your brand or your business? Just Tonfeld says it's easier than you think. He should know. He set a Guinness record for being interviewed the most times in 24 hours. 112 different radio stations. He can also show you how to get featured on major TV networks and national newspapers. In fact, he's giving away many of his top secrets to listeners of this show. Just go to MediaCheatSheet.com. That's MediaCheatSheet.com to get the free info on creating the media attention you deserve. Shirley Dalton's mission is to inspire, educate, and support you to be, do, have, and feel what you want. That's why she recommends using Mind Movies. Create your very own digital vision board. Take it with you on your smartphone, tablet, or computer. See it, hear it, feel it, have it. Go to ShirleyDalton.com slash go slash Mind Movies. Again, that's ShirleyDalton.com forward slash go forward slash Mind Movies. Get started today. Sign up right now to create your idea. Deal Business Lifestyle. You are listening to Reclaim Your Freedom with Shirley Dalton. If you have a question or comment about the program, please go to ShirleyDalton.com and send a voicemail or use the contact form. That's ShirleyDalton.com. Now, back to Reclaim Your Freedom. Welcome back. You're listening to Reclaim Your Freedom and I'm Shirley Dalton and today we've been talking with vision mastery strategist Michelle Baker and Michelle has been sharing with us the six steps to help eliminate the perfectionism that prohibits us from taking action and so Michelle uses the word vision because that's what she's an expert at and so far we've discussed values, invest, stand, include opportunities and now we're up to the end so just to put it all in perspective there Michelle when you say help eliminate the perfectionism that prohibits us from taking action what does that mean it will it looks at perfectionism is this idealism that people have about themselves and their identity many people who want success believe that they're already um, they it's they're already they're outside of themselves making comparisons. So they're justifying their behaviors or their beliefs or their attitudes, even though they're not getting the results they want. So what this, this process is, is a process of slowing people down so that they can take an internal inventory of who they're actually being. Because it doesn't matter how much stuff you do if you don't believe who you're being. 
right? And do is just an activity and that wears out. That's why people get midlife crisis because they've been doing stuff. They've been doing what they think they should do, what they ought to do, what they need to do, what they have to do. Doing, doing, doing. I'm going to get a degree. I'm going to get a job. I'm going to get a promotion. I'll buy a house. I'll go on vacation. I'll marry, divorce, marry, all that stuff. So they do, 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 and then they burn out instead of realizing who do I want to be? Mm -hmm. Right. And just embody that person. And then everything that's added onto you after you be, after you decide who you're going to be, it gives you a, a sense of peace. Right. Mm. It's it, so it's not external. It's internal. I know who I am. So everything that people ask me all the time, why I smile all the time, it's because I know who I am. Right. Mm -hmm. And nothing outside of me is going to give me the joy that, that brings me the awareness that who I get to be every day. I get to wake up and be a blessing every day to all the people who come across my path. And that is enough. And everything after that is, is an addition to who I'm being. Oh, and I was going to say, and that's what I help people to look at. Who do you want to be? Do, who, who are you representing in this world? What is your legacy? Right? So when it's all said and done, you know, we all have an expiration date. Do you want to be known as someone who left people thinking about how they could educate themselves? Do you want to be someone who left people feeling like they could love themselves, who left people feeling like they could do anything? What is it, your impact in this world? And these six things are really ways to look at what you're doing and then incorporate the actual activities that will help you embody someone that's incredibly powerful. And then everything after that will just be heaped onto you. This gets you into what we call the flow of abundance. Mm, yeah, I love it. I love it. Yes. And one of the things that I've worked on over my lifetime is recognizing the value that I bring. You know, you said that you smile because you know that when you get up in the morning that you are enough and that, you know, you, you're there to help others to to see basically the light in themselves. And so for me, it's it's been a a long journey of getting, yeah, I actually do have value. And once once you get that, then it does make life a lot easier because uh, you don't put up with stuff that you don't need to uh, and it helps you to have the confidence to go after things that you think uh, previously that, well, maybe that's not for me, I'm not good enough or I couldn't do that. Exactly, exactly. Okay, so let's get to the last letter then in vision. What's the N stand for? The, the N is to um, basically never stop dreaming. It don't, don't give up on your dreams. Um, I was 13 years old. I had three businesses. I had a babysitting business, a baking business, and a tailoring business because all of them in my family know how to sew. Mm -hmm. um, and I was taught to sew up to a tailoring level. And But unfortunately, I was raised in a very um, uh, blue-collar, financially depressed area, urban, and um, I was in a household with a lot of alcoholic men. So I didn't have the best upbringing. I was told, pretty girl, alcoholic men, not a good combination. So I started getting in trouble and that's how I ended up being incarcerated by the time I was 20. I got out, went back to college, created this life of what I thought I should do, what I needed to do, what I had to do. But I always had a desire to be my best and be a person of value. And what happened was an intersection at a point in my life where I actually real recognized um, that, oh my God, this is what I really want to do. I was invited to a networking meeting. It turned out to be E-Woman Network meeting. Um, I had left corporate to be the caregiver to my sister who's disabled. And I tell people I gave my sister the gift of love and I got the gift of life. And in that meeting, I remembered, I had totally forgotten that I was, an, I had a desire to be an entrepreneur mm -hmm. that I had. And I, and I have not stopped following that dream since. Oh, I had and, and that was that was November in 2013, and I have not stopped. And I tell people, I, the rest of my days, I I, I am a success because I said yes to me. And no person who invests in themselves is will you ever waste a moment in your life if you spend the rest of your life investing in being the best version of you. Love it, love it. I actually had chills as she was saying that then. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, then talking of vision and we've got a, just a couple of minutes left. So where to from here for Michelle Baker, visionary, visionary master strategist? So currently I am in the Austin area. So I'm with my sister and we're getting her relocated back to the Dallas area to our parents. I am in a holding pattern. So I'm creating, um, I'm looking at um, 
partnering with um, a couple of companies so that I could upgrade my RV. It's uh, 20 years old, so I'm looking at getting something a little bit newer and um, get it hitting the road again. I love this lifestyle. I love, I'm love. i a, a nomad, nomad by nature and continuing to empower as many people as possible. You know, the more people we can have thinking about what they think about and, you know, actively choosing in to creating a powerful life, we can shift the levels of love in this world, right? Mm -hmm. People are so frustrated and hurting and overwhelmed that nobody can love one another. And that's really where it all boils down to. When, when you love yourself and what you do and you find that gift that's you, it is the expression of the love. So mm -hmm. my expression of love is vision right? Yours is video or marketing, right? It's an expression of our love that we give to others. Mm. And I think if you, if you think about that, you know, from an entrepreneurial business owning point of view, yeah, whatever it is that you're doing there is, is your expression of love. I love it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Great. So where can people find out more about you? Well, you can go to um, michellebaker.com and if you, um, the, on the tabs, you can hit the contact or you can, and, and if you want to have a quick conversation with me, I tell people I intersect with so many people in my life and I love to have conversations about vision um, and getting people on that clarity path. Or I have a free downloadable if you want to take the time to make an appointment with yourself and start really creating a vision. The mind, remember I said it's a cybernetic machine. It's a five, think of your brain as a $50 million piece of equipment. If you don't put data in it, it won't have anything to go. So our brain, if we don't give it a future, it only references the past. Always remember that. So make an appointment, date with yourself and create a future. I love it. Okay. And I've been calling you Michelle and it's Michelle Baker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I get, so the family is, is two ways. So I, that's why I never correct people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love it. All right. So, so just, um, we've got about half a minute or, or, or so what's one more takeaway from people. What's one last comment? Um, your best will always deliver your better. I tell people you will never lose if you show up and give your best. I don't care what anyone else is doing. If you have the capacity to give a little extra, that's the difference between extraordinary and ordinary. And who wants to be ordinary? Oh, I love that. Okay. So give a little extra. Well, Michelle, you have given us plenty today. Absolutely plenty. And uh, you have gone, <laughs> what is it? Uh, give a little extra. You have given us tons of extra. So. <laughs> yeah. So awesome, inspirational story and so full of useful, actionable content today. Thank you so much for sharing those six steps with us. And I love your emphasis on who we need to become rather than what we need to do. Yes. Thank you so much, Shirley, for this time. It's a, such a blessing and an honor to know you. And I know you're a gift to all those that you get to work with. So thank you. Uh, thanks so much. I really appreciate that. Well, once again, time's against us. As always, I encourage you to implement what Michelle has shared with you today so that you can continue to create your ideal business lifestyle. Thank you for joining Shirley Dalton and her amazing guest this week on Reclaim Your Freedom. Please tune in again next week for an inspirational and educational edition. Until then, be sure to implement what you've learned today to create your ideal business lifestyle. Have a great week, and we'll see you back here for the next show.